0: them were people she had never had in her home before. Wishing now that she had not let herself be bullied, she looked pleadingly at Ponce as she swept back in. That is an exceptionally well-stocked bar, though there's no ice in sight, Ponce said, stopping her flight to the kitchen only when she caught sight of the paper fluttering in Jacqueline's unsteady hand. Need some help? Pont strained to keep her tone light, and forced herself to ease up on the triage, and remember how difficult this was for Jacqueline. For a dozen years, Jacqueline had been at the top of social New York, a fluid mishmash of the rich, famous, and notorious, and had been envied her sumptuous lifestyle. The Posners owned twelve homes around the world, one for each year of their marriage. Every February on their wedding anniversary, Mike would give his wife an envelope with a key inside and, once aboard their private jet, hand her a destination folder, and off they would fly to see their latest plot of paradise. The mansion in Lyford Quay, the flat in Paris, the killer condo in Aspen. The problem with each of the properties, Jacqueline had told Ponce, was that Mike only liked buying them. Living in them didn't seem to interest him. "'or at least living in them with her. "'No, I'm just fine,' Jacqueline said bravely. "'She knew that no matter what happened, "'fainting dead away in the front hallway "'as she greeted her guests "'or succumbing to a paralyzing sick headache "'mid-appetizer, with Ponce in charge, "'the party would still go off without a hitch. "'She just didn't want her friend to know "'what distinct possibilities those scenarios were. "'Ponce smiled encouragingly "'and pushed through the doors into the kitchen.' leaving Jacqueline to squint at her list in the dim overhead light. The candles would not be lit until right before the guests were seated. She read the name Mary Elizabeth Shaw and sighed. Shawzy, as she was known, was Ponce's best friend, had been for twenty years. To Jacqueline's way of thinking, Shawzy was a dreary-looking girl with her rust-colored hair and a wardrobe of khakis and kilts. That Shawzy managed to still look like a member of the field hockey team from Greenwich High despite years of exposure to Ponce's style and flair, was a mystery to her. But that sexless quality seemed to make people trust Shawsy and like her. In her capacity as the celebrity wrangler for Boothby's review, that appeal worked magic. Because who could be threatened by Shawzie? If she promised a movie star or a rock star that she would stay in the room every minute once a photographer showed up, Shawsey was right on time, stalwart and true, like the housemother in a girl's dormitory. No matter what tantrums or crises arose, hair extensions the wrong shade of red, she could always fix them. Jacqueline scanned the list for Robin's name. Yes, of course he was there. Shawzie had married Robin Brody a few years ago. They had eloped to the Bahamas, to Shawzie's grandmother's home, where the rich old woman pulled some strings and the happy couple stood barefoot on the beach, whispering their vows. Shawsee's mother stayed holed up in Greenwich and, in a moment as rare for its insight as it was for her sobriety, assured her friends at the club that the entire endeavor could end only in heartbreak. Robin had written a novel in the late eighties about greed and power on Wall Street that had become a huge best seller. He hadn't written a word since, though he continued to frequent the hot spots of the greedy and powerful and his marriage aside, maintained a reputation as quite the ladies' man. Gus Fisher. Jacqueline was glad to see that Ponce had seated herself next to him and far away from her. It wasn't that Jacqueline had anything against Gus Fisher, really. It's just that he was such a wunderkind news producer, creating that television magazine show, Real Time, that everyone thought was the greatest thing since, what? Current events. Well, that was the problem, wasn't it? Current events a television classic since the late 1960s, had been created by Walter Gluckman, and Walter's wife, Annabelle, was an old friend of Jacqueline's. Walter was 80. He had been a pioneer in broadcast news, and the show, incredibly, was still a hit now, in 2003. He ran it with the same iron hand he'd always wielded, in blatant disregard of whichever kid at the network challenged him, and it was an open secret that the top brass were collectively sick of him. Although they had been slow to push him out, the publicity would be atrocious. They would one day soon, probably, and everyone wrote that it was Gus Fisher who would no doubt succeed him. Jacqueline sighed. She knew that Annabel would not be happy at this turn of events, but Jacqueline had been powerless to stop it. She also...